rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. September 13, 2022. Welcome back. You're listening to another episode, episode 18. This is the Mind of Melodic podcast. I'm DJ Melodic. Welcome to the roller coaster that's going on inside my brain. I've told you so much already, and we got so far to go. But today is a good day. Um, I'm going to tell you why it's a good day. I got good news for about Melody and vibing with Melody. I have a couple segments with um, AJ to share with you. I was able to clear my mind. I had a client cancel this morning and I ended up on the basketball court For the first time in almost four or five months, I needed it, just a good chance to clear my mind and get back to my roots. Um, Ever since I was a little boy, uh, once I found that basketball, it was my therapy, it was my getaway. I, I remember playing by myself, sometimes in the rain, shooting the ball. I had hoop dreams like no other. My basketball Jones was a level 10. Okay, so if I go four or five months without it, maybe um, maybe it's unhealthy. And I can tell you one thing, the getting back to it was healthy. Uh, my body, I went did a bunch of push-ups and dips and some random exercises in between during and after and I feel different okay so some good news and positive vibes and um, today is a good day we're gonna go ahead and recap my DraftKings my Rainmakers we're gonna tell you another story in the campfire break it down and um, talk to you a little bit about the uh, economy I I would say in um, Satoshi's Satoshi's vision and um, like I said I have those episodes with AJ and I have some very good news regarding the queen So, without further ado, we'll roll on into the next segment. Let's give a big shout out to today's sponsor. Much love, big hugs. Gotta give a big shout out to Jillcat Proline. They are the official sponsor over the last, what, six or seven episodes, and we have a couple more to go. 
they have sponsored the episode and the rate that the, the, the podcast, excuse me, and the radio station um, in a major way. And I just wanted to give them a big shout out today. We're going to go ahead and play their commercial, but don't forget to check them out if you haven't already. I'm going to play a couple tracks and uh, then we're going to go ahead and get into Satoshi's vibes. I want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat Proline is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well-kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at jillcat.com. J-I-L-C-A-T dot com.
Rose and Marshmallows, warm up the hot cocoa, grab your Snuggie, grab your snuggie and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time, for Melodic's Campfire. My bad, family, my bad. I, I'm always getting ahead of myself, and without the queen here to help regulate, um, it ends up being a, a lesser quality of a podcast. But with uh, hopefully these, these stories and and this information, and it's worth it. So uh, let's go ahead and get into the campfire. Gather around. It's kind of a, a sad, but in a weird way, a miraculous story. Um, <clears throat> during the last few episodes, I've been telling you a lot about my childhood. And um, single mother, teenage mother, I got kidnapped. That abduction lasted for eight years. And I told you a lot about those stories. and. Ended up going um, Palm Springs, Rancho Cucamonga, Iowa, Sacramento, Oakland. And now we're like in Merced, right? And we, we were living on food stamps. Um, after Shirley separated with George for touching my sister and abusing me. Well, maybe not even abusing me. She probably didn't even care about that. But she was trying to protect my sister. And and we fled, you know. And she no longer had, I guess, that military income, so to say that he was his, like, uh, maybe his retirement or whatever, his duties or whatever he was doing, was providing. So we ended up on food stamps. And I remember religiously going to the Salvation Army, standing in line to get a free lunch. Um... I remember they had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, fruit, carton of milk. I think sometimes it was like a little juice. Um, And I remember a lot of times, Shirley, because she smoked cigarettes, she would take like a $20 food stamp, buy like you know, uh, $5 worth of food, get change, get change, cash, not food stamp change, cash change, and then she would spend that money at the other liquor store on cigarettes, so we really, um, we had a change in our bellies, you know, we were kind of used to having a little bit of food in the pantry, and it was no longer there. And uh, George wasn't there. Shirley's um, narcoleptic. 
and there were being a lot less routine meals being provided for us. <clears throat> and I remember on occasion, I would, I would like, I would take these food stamps and go buy us some food. Uh, I actually remember uh, cashing them in, getting Gatorade and sunflower seeds, and then using the leftover money to go to the football games, um, high school football games that I wanted to watch. Um, you know, maybe I could have been a. Obviously, that I, I could have bought more groceries with that myself, but I was just a kid. Well, um, we didn't eat regularly. We didn't eat healthy, and it was definitely a change from what we were eating. And I remember. <clears throat> excuse me. I remember one time starting a fire, trying to cook eggs for me and my sister. You know, this um, got pretty dangerous real quick because I'm hungry and no one's here to feed me. And my sister, I'm trying to look out for her because she's my little sister. But I was trying to take care of that business myself, right? And I mean, I'm seven years old. So uh, my cooking skills are obviously limited. And um, I should have just been sticking to peanut butter and jelly or popping something in a toaster, right? So after that fire, I think it was like a grease fire incident, because I tried to throw water on it, if I'm not mistaken. And then I actually um, got scared, scared to cook, scared to try anything like that because of what had already happened. So one morning, there was no milk for the cereal. And we were up early. And we were trying to watch Saturday morning cartoons. Back in those days, every station played cartoons. During Saturday morning, some stations had the good stuff. Some stations had the B-sides, right? But I remember there were a couple that had like... Garfield, Heathcliff, you know, the, the Gummy Bears. Oh, man, I remember that one. That's a crazy show. That had to be on ABC 7. Um, just to name a few, right? Care Bears, Voltron, the original Power Rangers, right? Voltron, Thundercats. So... We're trying to watch these shows Saturday morning. He-Man, that was definitely G.I. Joe, right? Oh, wow. So there's a couple more. Um, we're trying to watch these shows early Saturday morning. We're belly growling, 
can't have our morning cereal. And um, I went inside the cupboard and I got the uh, Spider-Man vitamins for me. And the Flintstone vitamins for Melissa. And um, we were munching them. Munching them like they were sweet tarts, basically. Munching them. For all I know, we ate them all. And um, at some point, Shirley wakes up. And she comes in the living room. She realizes that there's two open, empty bottles of vitamins right there. And we're, I don't even remember how we were acting at the point, at the time. Whether we were like crackheads (laughs) or whether we were passed out, like ready to go. I don't remember what happened. I do remember we basically went from that point to the hospital. And um, they were asking us, you know, how much you ate. And well, I personally didn't want to tell the truth because of the bad experience. I didn't really like this. I was really scared. I just got out of surgery. And I didn't want to, I lied. I said my sister ate them all. <laughs> and and the way the doctor was acting, it was like they, they were extremely concerned with pumping my sister's stomach and getting them out of there. Now I know we ate too much, right? Um, but then when I heard it was like fatal, that's when I finally told him the truth. And me and my sister now, we have tubes running up our nose. And we're getting our stomachs pumped because they're trying to prevent us from overdosing on children's vitamins. Crazy, man. Like, just to think... I probably could have died that day. And I probably could have killed my sister, my little sister. Because we were so hungry and I was so ignorant, naive as a child to the dangers of a Flintstone and Spider-Man vitamins. You guys remember those. Don't... Don't act like you don't. They still got the Flintstones. It'd be hard to find those Spider-Mans, but they had them everywhere back in the day. And I mean, that's a little crazy. I was in, I was kidnapped, and these people, this kidnapper, was still giving me vitamins. So it's just weird and ironic and. 
and a story worth telling, right? So obviously we survived. We ended up getting our stomachs pumped. And I don't know, I've been like a wolverine ever since, you know? I just heal quicker than most and I don't know if that might have helped me. Maybe I grew some mutant powers, but I can tell you this. I'll never forget having those tubes in my nose. I'll never forget thinking what it felt like that I could be the reason my little sister died. And um, that's crazy. It was a crazy, crazy experience. And it's crazy to even lucky, crazy blessing to survive that. So, um, that was basically third grade, and, uh, that was like 89, right, fall of 89, I'm going, working my way into the Christmas season, Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas season, so anyway, um, wrap it up for today's campfire, okay, next time I'm gonna bring some toaster strudels, Cause uh, that that'll go real good with the hot cocoa. And uh, until next time, I appreciate you listening. And uh, if your life's just as crazy as mine, feel free to reach out. Um, I definitely want to hear about it. can literally turn $5 into a million playing fantasy football on DraftKings.com. Welcome to Satoshi Vibes, Satoshi Vibes, where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision. into 15 cents if you're out there trying to find a way to fight inflation um, if you're trying to stabilize your income and find stores of value this segment might be the one that you're looking for I'm DJ Melodic and this is Satoshi's vision for today's segment I'm going to go ahead and break it down to you. Um, Something that I've learned over the past few years. I've learned a lot about money. I've learned a lot about stocks. I've learned a lot about the economy, how the two intersect. I've learned a lot about different marketplaces. There is a new wave of video games that's coming along. You guys know about NFTs, and if you don't know, listen to the previous episodes. My son is learning about them, so there's no reason you should not be able to wrap your head and comprehend it. 
but a lot of these marketplaces for video games are no longer going to focus and be in-game based. For years, you would play a video game and it would be, and even if you played with others, there would be an in-game currency. This in-game currency was stuck in that video game. It was never going to leave that specific realm. You can continue to grow and um, you know profit, but in the game, and that would give you attributes, access to certain rewards or benefits for being that successful. In today's new era of technology, the blockchain and the crypto um, revelations has opened many eyes and minds to the next evolution of these gaming marketplaces. The marketplace for these new games will now have a revolving door where you can deposit or withdraw fiat currency and or Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. And this gives you the opportunity now to basically get paid, make it a career, a part-time job maybe, for focusing and dominating a marketplace that has something to do with what you like. For instance, I, in the previous episode, I told you about DraftKings Rainmakers. I, I previously bought a Daniel Jones, a rare. And the Daniel Jones rare, when I purchased it, was $29.99. I sold it a couple hours ago for $44. Now, after DraftKings takes their little processing, I end up making forty-two seventy and $29.99 turned into forty-two seventy. Ends up being about about roughly thirteen dollars profit. Now that is about thirty-five percent of what I invested I got a 35% return now um, the DraftKings marketplace has mechanisms so you can deposit the fiat currency on your on your um, DraftKings wallet and then use that in the marketplace on the blockchain, on the Polygon blockchain. So you never need crypto. And when it's time to cash out, it goes back into your um, bank account. 
So you technically are using fiat currency on the blockchain. In other instances, like Thetan Arena, you will use the THC coin, which is the in-game currency. But this actually has a value. And if you look it up on crypto.com or Coinbase or CoinMarketCap, you will see the value of that coin, each coin. And so if I'm earning the coin in the game, I can transfer that into whatever wallet. I can trade it into Bitcoin. I can send that Bitcoin to my cash app. I can turn that Bitcoin into fiat currency and pay a bill. Um, so there's so many new mechanisms in the video gaming world that allow you to literally make a career, make a job out of focusing and dominating that niche, that niche marketplace. Um, but there's another revelation that I've made. So a lot of these games are very early stages. They're in their very early stages. And while many people are interested in the gaming aspect, even if the game's super cool or not, when they're interested in it, there is a roadblock. Learning, understanding crypto, transferring, withdrawing, depositing, right? I'll doing all that safely. So there's a lot of roadblocks right now. And I realize that a lot of the stuff that I'm into, whether it's Dayton and, and other stuff, the value should awareness and more game players and a lot of times even if the value goes down with the market it should generally bounce back if it has you know a tangible service a tangible product a tangible game and you know the company doesn't just screw it up somewhere else as long as that game's good it should make them some money and we should be able to bounce back What's not bouncing back is the U.S. dollar. Please get this through your head. Okay? And when you understand and when you truly profit from understanding, please drop a couple pennies in a donation. Visit the blog. Find my DMs. Ask for my cash app. I am going to save you, your kids, and your kids' kids, thousands or maybe millions of dollars just by teaching you the right way to look at this and to handle your money. And I'm, I, got a, I got a hard life. I don't get paid $50, $60, $70 an hour regularly. And if I do, uh, that's because someone gave me a really nice tip. Okay, so, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there making a lot more money that has a lot more resources than I do. 
and in the real world because I'm obviously living in a different one in the real world they don't give away this knowledge they sell it to you and then they sell it to you too late when it's too late for you to catch them but I'm trying to use this so I can get ahead and I'm trying to bless you all of you that are listening to this so that you can keep up and most of you will pass me because you have more resources so let me break it down when I was a little kid you used to get a gallon of milk and and a gallon of gas for $1.25 now Ironically, they're both pushing $4.79, $5 a gallon. Okay? I don't know why those two kind of go hand in hand over history. But my point is, the gallon of gas did not get, like, less. It actually got better. And the milk didn't get it's not you're not getting less milk you're still getting a gallon and through i i would assume it got healthier with technology and new laws so the product has stayed the same but the price has went up and the reason the price has went up is because of a thing we have called inflation The government is responsible for inflation, not Russia, okay, not China, not war, not mother nature, no historic event besides America deciding to adopt this economical currency and this system that we currently use. The dollar is inflationary because they continue to print more. The reason they print more is to cover up the fallacies in the system. Because there are a lot of people manipulating it. The manipulation gets out of control. Now things don't add up right when they print this money these stimulus checks and and all the abundance of printing what they're technically doing is devaluing the dollar it's making the dollar worth less money and soon it will be going from worth less to worthless Because it's inflationary and it's inevitable that it destroys itself. One of the reasons we've been able to hide it is because we're printing now digital dollars, not real dollars, right? So you technically don't even have to have trees and paper no more. You don't have to have machines and factory and supervisors and workers no more. So it's a lot easier to get that done. 
But the bottom line is, what I'm trying to say is the dollar bill is becoming worthless. And every time we print more, it is worth less. So if the dollar bill is worthless or worth less, but that product is still good and you still get a gallon, well, then I have to charge you more because I have the same product. But your dollar, your payment, is your form of payment is not as valuable as it was to me. This is worth more than that was. Yesterday's price is not today's price. So, how do we fight this? Well... You can charge more for your company's service. You can do the same thing that the institutions are doing and try to raise the standard, right? Or some people would buy gold. They say that gold is a store of value. A lot of people look at Bitcoin as a store of value. I am recommending it today now. I'm discussing this with you today because I think personally these NFT marketplaces not only give you an opportunity to make a decent income, or side income. But I think there are certain aspects that give you a very safe, tangible, telltale store of value. Nothing that you think like, oh, well, you know, this is a crapshoot. Like, I'm not telling you to put your money into... Tesla's biggest competitor (laughs) whoever that might be I'm telling you to put it into Tesla but um, I strongly encourage you okay strongly encourage you to Google play to earn just Google that those keywords Play to earn. Find a game you like. Give it a try. And and if you do, let me know how you're doing. Let me know what it's like. I can't try them all. Maybe I can interview you or maybe uh, I get a heads up from you and, um, and, and I can get in on that as well. But right now, I'm telling you about Dayton, I'm telling you about Rainmakers, and there's even another one that I've made a couple grand off of that I got coming up real soon, a real special episode, I'm saving it for the 20th, but um, go ahead and check it out, Google it, play to earn, and see what type of NFTs, blockchain games, marketplaces that you can adapt to 
dive in and, and, and possibly profit from. Because I strongly feel like the economy is going to get worse. The Dow Jones, the Dow Jones is down 4% right now for the day. It's a crazy dip because of all the inflation reports that came out for the for the month of August. And uh, I know there's going to be a lot of battling and fake relief rallies over the next couple weeks because of the midterms. But I think once the midterms are over, the, the, the economy is going to show its ugly colors. It's going to get grimy out here. I'll be lucky if all my clients don't cut me off. I'm literally looking for a part-time, nighttime job. So if you got something cool for your boy, get at me. DJ and hosting, whatever, you know. But I need something, something regular and something legit, you know, just in case. So, um, until next time, that's Satoshi's vision. Okay, blockchain, crypto, stocks. All the technology I can think of. I'm trying to keep you guys informed as I'm learning. Iron sharpens iron. So let's get this right together. DraftKings.com It's time for break. It's time for some fun. It's time for recess with AJ. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back. 
You're listening to DJ Melodic on the Mind of Melodic podcast. It's the time of the episode where we get to take a break, get to be a kid again. We're actually going to have recess with AJ. And today we're going to spotlight one of the local businesses. Um, it's going to be Town Gate 8. Now, Town Gate 8 is a local movie theater. Me and AJ just went to the movie theater. We saw a movie. What movie did we see, AJ? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. You want to tell everybody about your movie? About the movie? Did you like it? Yeah, it was really good. It was a good movie? Yeah, actually, I really liked it. It's probably my, I think it was the best Jurassic Park movie I've ever seen. The plot, the, 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 the actual drama and the storyline was pretty good. Um, do you like going to Town Gate 8? What did what, you get while you were there? Popcorn and drink. You got some fountain drink and a big old thing of popcorn. We couldn't even finish it, huh? <laughs> and, and we put all that butter on it to make extra yummy, right? Yeah. Yeah. AJ, man, uh, do you remember how much the popcorn is? Um, no. You don't remember? No. What about the soda pop? I think. Do you remember what they were combined? Twelve. Was it twelve? Or ten. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I do know this. I do know that um, the admission for the movie theater is only $2.50. If you go on Sundays during the day, it's only $1.50. It's probably the cheapest opportunity you have to see the new movies on the big screen. The thing is, you want to tell them people, AJ? Because the movies aren't brand, brand, brand new. Right? They're a tiny bit older, huh? Yeah, they're a little bit older. So they have like maybe a month at the regular movie theater and then they go to Town Gate 8, right? Mm-hmm. Um, remember a while back we saw Sonic? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. So we go there often, especially on Sundays. It's only a dollar fifty. Obviously, they're gonna get you with the soda pop. <laughs> they're gonna get you with the. AJ sticking out his blue tongue at me. He's really excited and to to have a blue tongue. AJ, tell these people why you have a blue tongue. Because I just drink a Slurpee from Seven Eleven. Cause this fatso over here, we're rolling down the street and he says, "How much is a Slurpee?" <laughs> Cause he sees Seven Eleven. And of course, I say, well, let's go get one. It's hot, okay? I got an energy drink, um, Red Bull, but AJ got a Slurpee. All right, so that's enough for uh, today's spotlight of the day. Actually, or recess with AJ. We had a little quick break. We had re with recess with AJ. We were able to sit inside the air conditioning and um, see a, a, a fairly new movie, Jurassic World, which was really, really good. And we got to do it at a discount price. So if you're in the area, uh, Moreno Valley, Riverside border, it's Town Gate 8. And um, it's Regency, Town Gate 8. Anything else you want to say to the people, AJ? Um, you can stick out your blue tongue if you like. Let, let them see your blue tongue. Oh, wait, it's, a, <laughs> it's not a video, huh? All right, well, why don't you tell them to follow you on Twitter or something, dude? No? No. No, you don't want them to follow you on Twitter? No. No? Why? 
<laughs> okay, well, we're going to work it out so AJ gets a little more comfortable on the microphone. Until then, um, we appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. It's time to tap in once again. We're going to do the spotlight of the day with my co-star, Recess with AJ. Why don't you say what's up, AJ? Come on, hit the microphone. What's up, what's up party people? Tell them. Say what's up, party people. What's up, party people? <laughs> All right, why don't you log on your phone? And um, why don't you Google the name and the address of this place we went to today? We're going to spotlight... Um, a very um, small business, a very small business, might be one of its kind, they might not have any other locations, it's actually called Jakea Music Services, it's a music store in Riverside, California, and they're located on Van Buren Boulevard, AJ, you want to tell the, uh, the party people why we went to the music store today? We went to um, 
the music store today so I could get a trumpet. A trumpet, right? AJ's taking his first music lesson, right? Right? Why'd you pick a trumpet, dude? Because it's like, it's, I think, I don't know, I just... You think it's, it's cool? Yeah. Okay, like, better than the flute? Yeah. Maybe easier than the guitar? Yeah. Alright, well, I hope you become a professional rock star. You think I could be part of your band? Uh, maybe. Maybe. That would be pretty cool. Have a father-son band. Maybe at the county fair. Win a ribbon or something. That would be pretty good. Alright, so check it out. I'm really excited because you know I love music, bro. And this is your first music lesson. And I didn't ask you to do it. You did it on your own. And I just want to let you know that if you ever need anything, any help, if you ever want to learn about more bands or music, if you have any dreams of being a rock star, I'm here for you, okay? Anytime you need me, I'll be there for you. I'll take you to your music class or whatever you need. Okay, buddy? Okay. So uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about Jakia Music Services? Because it's a local mom and pop shop, right? And what happened when we got there today? Um, the um, card machine wasn't working. The ATM machine, right? There was a, we got there and there was like three other people in line, right? Mm -hmm before us and then all of a sudden there's three more people behind us mm -hmm. and they can't get the computer and the ATM machine to work right yeah. but the lady was really sweet and all the customers helped her figure it out right <laughs> they even had to switch monitors it was pretty <laughs> crazy yeah. we were there for a minute um, but nobody was impatient everybody understood the situation and this music store is um, you know, it's kind of hard to find someone that will rent out these instruments. These are $1,000 instruments. And we get to borrow them without, like, with, without even a credit check. All we're going down there is giving them an ID and, and, a, and a, a, a couple dollars to rent it for the week or for the month. And then we pay it monthly. It's rent, um, just rent to rent, not rent to own. But you get to borrow the instrument and so your child can learn in school and then obviously if AJ loves the instrument maybe we'll get him one of his own but maybe he'll outgrow it and want to be a rock star and get to to rocking out on the guitar or the drums what do you think what do you think would be the coolest thing to learn mm, the drums the drums right that sounds pretty cool huh you think your mom would like it if I bought you some drums no <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to say about Jakia? Uh, how do you pronounce it again? I don't know. Jakia. Jakia Music Services of Riverside. Anything else you want to say? You want to say thank you to them? Thank you, Jakia. They're the only one in the area that helps us, our community like this, by renting, renting out the instruments. We would have had to go all the way to San Bernardino to get one. And they might have been sold out, right? So Jakia came through. Big shout out to the local business, and, and that's going to wrap it up for today's Spotlight. I want to say big thank you to AJ for, for helping me out today. Um, you just want to say goodbye to everybody and say tell, tell them to follow you on, on Twitter and YouTube. Recess with AJ. Check me out. Check out my videos on YouTube. Why don't you try that? Practice that. Check out my videos on YouTube at Recess with AJ. Right. Okay. We're going to get you a, a new website soon. Okay. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to get someone to help me with that because 
I got a lot going on and I think if I hire somebody um, it will come out a little bit better and get done quicker so until then go ahead and follow recess with AJ I'm DJ melodic and this is another spotlight of the day we're gonna take a break and we're gonna um, come back with the next segment of the podcast Time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman, Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic. Alright, I know this is the part of the podcast you've all been waiting for. Queen Melody still M-I-A. So I'm going to go ahead and break it down and vibing with Melody. And I'm going to try to give you guys that final update. Like I said, it was some good news. Because the surgery that she had was successful. They were able to put a shunt inside of her, like, side, torso. And the shunt is draining a... uh, fluid, a brain fluid that was building up, causing pressure, and is draining it to her stomach, and has helped her tremendously already. However, she's still recovering and sore from the surgery, still incapable of driving, She's literally on house arrest. And I told you guys previously, we had had some, you know, some episodes, some situation with the family. Okay. And, um, you know, after that, I was able to keep up with her on the phone, FaceTime, text messages, But now she's at her mom's house. 
and I already know that if I were to try to FaceTime her, it would be an issue. If I was to call and check up on her and and or go over there, it would be an issue. So it's painful because I'm talking to her less now and I still haven't seen her in over a month and it's driving both of us crazy but um <clears throat> excuse me I know that I have to keep my distance because Melody needs that supervision and Melody needs her parents even though we didn't get off on the right foot or on the same page there at the end of the day they are looking out for her they're trying to look out for her they were overprotective and, and, and pushed me away because they were trying to look out for her and um, I don't want to put her in a situation where she has to choose them or me because she would obviously choose the right thing and then they could maybe um, I want to say disown her or or turn their back on her or neglect her or, or just treat her a different way because of that right so I'm trying to avoid that for her once again uh, I'm sacrificing and trying to make the right decision. You know, um, I don't really know why the parents and the sister ended up and the brother, <laughs> the whole family, right? I don't know why they ended up treating me the way they did. Um, I think a lot of it's general basic primal instinct I think a lot of it is misperception stereotypes and I think a lot of it had to do too maybe with them hearing me you know chew out melody yeah I chewed out melody and I'll, I'll be honest with you she she didn't deserve that, right? Because she's in that situation where she's the victim. She needs the love. She needs the to support her deathbed with the illness. She didn't deserve none of this drama. But here I am. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm chewing her out, you know, because of what her family did to me. And her family has no idea, you know, how many times I tried to do the right thing when I first tried to send her home to her parents and ask them to help me figure out what's wrong with her, right? And, you know, while we were there, Melody was getting worse and worse and popping these pills and she wouldn't eat and she wouldn't walk. I was trying to take her for walks. And, um, but she was still thinking about sex 
she was literally trying to jump my bones on her parents' couch, you know, and even while she was dying, she was still horny. And um, I don't know, it really like, I don't know what type of chemical balance was there mentally, right? Her decision makings, maybe she was just trying to, maybe she thought she was dying and just trying to get one in, right? (laughs) I would, shit, I know you would too. But I couldn't do that right there on her parents' couch. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why I was barking at her. And her parents didn't know that. Her parents didn't know what she was trying to do. Right? And, um... So now I'm putting up with that from her. I'm putting up with it from them. And I'm caught in the middle just trying to be the good guy. They told me I was... Thought I knew more than the doctors, and you know, prior to her being admitted, I was telling her, I said, you need to eat more bananas. I said, you need to try an eye patch. I said, you need to go for walks because your muscle is fading away. You've just been sitting there for a couple months. And what happens when she gets to the doctor's office? They said, oh, your potassium's low. Oh, your muscle deficiency, you need to go for walks if you can. They basically said the same thing I said. Oh, do you want to try an eye patch? It could help. So, I mean, I'm not, I never said I knew more than them, but to an extent, I know as much as them until you get to that professional level. And the family saw that I was willing to do whatever it takes to get her to that professional level and expedite it. And that's part of the reason why I had asked her mom for help. She was at Kaiser. Her mom works for Kaiser. Shouldn't there be some love there keeping it in the family, right? Some type of strings needed to be pulled because her life was at risk and it took seven diagnoses. But Wonder Woman survived. Crazy, it's crazy, oh my God. I'm so proud of her. She's out of the hospital. They released her on Saturday. She's at her mom's. She's eating. So she's doing some regular like blood work and she has to keep going back to the doctors to you know make sure everything's kosher. But she's out. She's getting better. She texts me about a family event she's trying to go to with her family. A birthday party, I think, for her nephew. So your prayers, your wishes, your love, your support. It is very, it's extremely appreciated. She's my best friend, and um, regardless of however our friendship or our futures play out, the most important thing was her health and her getting back on her feet.
being able to take care of herself. So uh, we love you, Melody. We're so proud of you. Uh, keep getting better. And then let's take it a day at a time. Be very careful, cautious, and make sure whatever you run into. And try not to let this happen again, baby girl. Because we love you. All of us, we, we, we do. And, um... That'll probably be the last time I fill in for the queen on vibing with Melody. So I'm going to go ahead and put a, a nail in that, you know? And and if we ever do run this segment again, um, then that'll mean that the queen had found her way back to daddy. <laughs> Services is what you're missing. Uh-huh. Proofreading for errors and spelling and it's comprehensive. Detail oriented. Uh-huh. This is so amazing. Yeah. Helps yeah. with typos, grammar, and with your punctuation. You're writing up a letter, paper, or documentation. Darcy Pelts here to help. Please tell me why you waiting. Get your tense agreement right. Proofread anything you write. DP proofreading services. This I know you're gonna like. Yeah. 10% off the first clients over $20. DP proofreading services. Download Satan Arena. Join DJ Melodic and earn crypto playing the coolest game ever. Play to earn blockchain game. Satan Arena is free to download in your app store. DJ Melodic and Melodic Playground is now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hours a day. All right, party people, knuckleheads, worms and germs. We survived another day and another episode in the books. I'm DJ Melodic. I'm going to have to wrap it up for today's episode. And once again, you're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast. It's that roller coaster ride, that crackhead gerbil in my mind. And maybe one day it's gonna end up being a Netflix series, but until now, until then, all we got is this podcast. And whether uh, whether you're showing love and support, or whether you're learning and and growing, or whether you're just entertained by the episodes and and the stories, I really appreciate you, all of you, especially our sponsor. So don't forget. Each episode of past, what, six, seven episodes. Sponsored by Jill Cat Proline. Big supporters of the podcast and, and the radio station. And um, we're going to play their commercial. But like I said, show them some love. Check them out. Google them. Hit the like buttons. All that good stuff. I don't care if you do it for me. Do it for them. Because they're the ones that are showing the love. I'm just being me. Okay? And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and uh, put this one in the refrigerator. The lights are out. The eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. And that jello's jiggling.
want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat Proline is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well-kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at jillcat.com. J-I-L-C-A-T dot com. Real punk rock, all the old shows you can play.